handle these handles And you can call me the Pope with no Olivia scandal And after we done, you'll put my face on your mantle Call up your friends and those plans will be cancelled It's 8.30 on the East Coast, 5.30 a.m. on the West Coast, and in Malaysia, it's 1974. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. You like the shades? I know, you can see my, my laptop screen, can't you? Yeah, I just got them today. I think they're, they're uber cool, but I'm not wearing them. For the whole show because i hate when people wear sunglasses on camera you can't see their eyes if you can't see their eyes you can't trust them the eyes are the window to the soul you know that's true hey everybody uh welcome i'm jay sheldon i'm not wearing pants and uh, we're live again on a sunday night um sunday night in malaysia in the US, it's uh, what, Sunday morning, right? About on the East Coast, about 12 hours back. And now you're on uh, daylight savings time. So it's an hour, it's not uh, nine, th it's so easy normally, 9.30 here, 9.30 a.m. there. But now I have to add an hour, so, or take away an hour. 9.30 here, 8.30 in the morning there. Anyway, in Connecticut, my home state we actually have a number for you to call if you want to join in the show and um that's uh let's see oh it's on the bottom it's down here 860-598-0987 you can uh, join in and talk about whatever it is you want to talk about we're absolutely open forum we don't restrict you we're not like twitter if you have an opinion that goes against the liberal uh uh point of view we welcome you uh, and if you have a liberal point of view, we welcome you too. Uh, we just ask that you don't threaten anybody and don't do anything illegal. But beyond that, open, completely open to anything you want to talk about. I have a few things I'm going to bring up, including some follow-up from our last show, which I think was last weekend. I don't remember. It might have been two weeks ago. And um, you can also Skype us, and that's free. If you call the uh, 860 number, you're going to get charged unless you live somewhere where that's not a toll call. But if you'd like to join us for free, just Skype. There it is, J Sheldon. And if you see that logo, that's the one. And also, uh, you could, there's a link in the description there. And uh, you even if you don't have Skype, you can still just click on the link and it will take you to open a browser and take you in and you can join in the show. Um, Actually, I need to start that call, so let's just uh, open up there. Now my Skype is live, so you can buzz in if you want to. Um, let's see here. We have got lots and lots to get to this evening. And uh, this time, I do not want to forget all the things that we have to talk about. Um, also, I don't want to forget uh, that we have some wonderful people who paid big money to be here, and uh, we certainly want to uh, want to shout out to our sponsors. Uh, the first of which, Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, our legal representatives here on I'm Not Wearing Pants. They also sponsor our show. Have you had a paper cut? 
chances are that paper was simply much too sharp and you may be entitled to compensation. Now we can't rip out the hearts of those who've hurt you, but we can't hand you their severed heads. We can do the next best thing, and that is sue the pants off of them. Getting you a fair settlement from stingy insurance companies is a lot like making sausage. You don't want to see it done. But once you've been to hell and back, there's not much left to fear. When the boogeyman goes to sleep at night, he checks under his bed for us. Dewey, Cheatham, and how? Because hiring the right lawyer should not be based on an advertisement. And thanks to them for uh, sponsoring the program tonight. Um, I, I actually want to follow up with the most important thing of all that I talked about last week. And that was this. I, <laughs> I mentioned that these are like, I, I had found the best brownie on earth. And I described it as gooey and chocolatey and so close to fudge, you might as well call it fudge instead of a brownie. Um, and then I revealed after telling the story about how wonderful the brownies were, that they were actually available at 7-Eleven. And this, I saved one. I bought five of them. They were two ringgit, which in the U.S., if you convert that, it's like free, <laughs> almost. Um, now they've gone up to 240. But I discovered something. This is what they look like. There you go. Euro cake, soft and chewy chocolate chip brownie. And it's it's pretty good size too. It's here compared to my hand. Not bad. Um, I did discover something very important though you need to know. Before you go buying one, on the back, down on the bottom, there's an expert there's a manufacture date and an expiration date. Now, these things no doubt have so much chemicals in them they would survive a nuclear winter with the cockroaches. So you know, I'm not worried about them going off. However, I discovered because I bought a bunch and about half of them had been, this one was made in April and it doesn't expire until March next year. But it's dried out a little bit. The package isn't open. It's all sealed up. However, you can tell from looking at it, it's a little dried out. They're not so nice once they get dried out. So when you go to 7-Eleven and you look for this brownie, by the way, they're not a sponsor. You should be a sponsor. You want to sponsor my show, Eurocake? Call me up. Send me a PM or a, a, an email. J at jsheldon.com. Um, <clears throat> I'm selling these cakes for you. Everyone's going to go out and pick some up. Uh, anyway, check the date. Make sure they were manufactured sometime fairly soon, because the fresher they are, the better they are. But trust me, these things are really, really good. You will be surprised. It's unbelievable how gooey and chocolatey they are, and perhaps full of chemicals, but I don't care. They taste great, so that's fine with me. Um, again, if you want to join in the conversation, feel free. Uh, you can Skype in for free, or you can call at our uh, our Connecticut number. It's not just for people in Connecticut, anywhere. We had a call last week from uh, Southern California. So welcome. We are not only on Facebook, we are also on Twitch. 
So uh, you can find us on either one of those two platforms. We're live now on Twitch and uh, Facebook. Um, okay, let's see. Let's get into what I had for uh, talking about. Um, we did the 7-Eleven brownies. Oh, I know what I want to tell you about. Very funny story. I had to do a, uh, as you know, among many things that I do, I do voices. Uh, in fact, I did a couple of character voices in Agent Ali, which is now on Netflix. Uh, the English dub, obviously, because my Bahasa sucks. But um, I do a couple of characters, dot talk somebody. And anyway, it, it just premiered, I think, today or yesterday on Netflix. So you can check that out. And um, I do voices and voiceovers for commercials and web films and animated series, um, animated films. Um, but I did, uh, I did a retake for an ad that I did. And I think I can, I think I can do this without violating any non-disclosure agreements. Um, the ad was for the NF, uh, the LA, LA Raiders. And it's at the NFL, I think, right? Yeah. And uh, also for aristocrat slot games, which is funny because I happen to be, as I said last week, I mentioned, um, I'm a huge slot addict. I spend far too much time and probably a little too much money in Genting. And, uh, and I go and I know slot machines are the worst. They are the lowest percentage of winning, but I'm, I, I absolutely love slot machines. So, and I've won a bunch of money. I've won a lot of money in some cases, and I've lost a lot of money. But overall, I, I'm, I'm good about it. I have an entertainment budget. I spend that. When that's gone, I go home. So uh, anyway, I get hired to do a voice for an ad. It's one line for a character. And... The character is described as a 65-year-old American guy with a neutral accent um, who's playing a slot machine. And so I thought, wow, it's typecasting. They had no idea that I was a slot fan. Uh, let me see if I can actually share this. I think I can. Here we go. All right. So there you will see the script, and I'm gonna try and zoom in to just my line if I can, ah, there we go. Okay, I don't know if you can read that or not. Uh, it's with Brent Mutzberger. So me and Brent are doing an ad together, which is pretty cool. But here's the line, it's, it's um, over. I'm just getting started, Brent. When I play aristocrat slot games, vict uh, victory has no final whistle. So that's the line. And when they, let me uh, get rid of that. When they give me the brief as to the character, they say, pretend that you're a 65-year-old American guy who loves slot machines and you just had a big win. The truth is, I'm not 65, but I'm getting there. And I just had a major jackpot for a few thousand on an aristocrat slot game, exactly the company that hired me to do this voice. Very, very strange. I don't know what kind of luck it may bring me next time I go to Genting, but 
keep your fingers crossed. Maybe, you never know. <laughs> so that, uh, that worked out well. All right. Um, on to more serious stuff. Here we go. There. Now you're all protected. Now you can't be infected. Yeah. Masks. Masks, masks. We all wear them. In some places, it's the law. In some places, it's a suggestion. And um, no matter what you do, you can't avoid it. Whether you agree with masks or you disagree with masks, I saw a post from a friend of mine on Facebook, and I really thought I would share it because it um, it kind of sums up the way I feel about mask wearing. Um, again, agree, disagree, just an opinion. Everyone's entitled to them, and everybody has them. So let me share with you this, uh, this write-up. It's a bit long, but uh, it's quite good. And my friend posted, he said, finally, someone has said it. I've done my best to respect the diverse opinions regarding COVID-19 over these past few months. However, the ER nurse that posted this brilliantly sums up my train of thought. Mine too, actually. Um, so take out the politics and just listen with an open mind and common sense, if you will. This is what the ER nurse wrote. Anyone out there who can tell me what our, is our end game with COVID-19? What is the magic formula that's going to allow us to sound the all clear? Is it zero cases? The only way that'll happen is if we just stop testing and stop reporting. Is it a vaccine? It took 25 years for a chickenpox vaccine to be developed. The smallpox inoculation was discovered in 1796. The last known natural case was in 1977. We have a flu vaccine that's only 40 to 60% effective and less than half of the US population chose to get one. And roughly 20,000 Americans will die of the flu or flu complications. Oh, you'll mandate it like other vaccines are mandated in order to attend school, travel to some foreign countries, etc. We already have a growing number of anti-vaxxers refusing proven, tested, well-known vaccines that have been administered for decades, but aren't necessarily safe. Do you really think people are going to flock to get fast-tracked, quickly tested vaccine whose long-term side effects and overall efficacy are anyone's best guess? How long are we going to cancel and postpone and reconsider? You aren't doing in-person school until second quarter? What if October's numbers are the same as August's? You move football to spring? What if next March is worse than this one was? When do we decide quality of life outweighs the risks? I understand COVID can be deadly, very dangerous for some people, but so are strawberries, and so is shellfish. We take risks every day without a second thought. We know driving a car can be dangerous. We don't leave it in the garage. Many people speed or don't wear seat belts. 
We know the dangers of smoking, drinking, eating fried foods. We do it anyway. Is hugging grandma really more dangerous than rush hour on the freeway? Is going out with friends after work more risky than four-day-old gas station sushi or operating a chainsaw? When and how did we so quickly lose our free will and give up our liberty? Is there a waiver somewhere I can sign that says, I understand the risks, but I choose a life with hugs and smiles and a state fair and going to church and hugging my mom in her retirement home. I understand there's a minuscule possibility that I could die, but I will most likely end up feeling like crap for a few days and then get better. I understand I could possibly pass it to someone else if I'm not careful, but I can also pass any virus to someone else. I'm struggling to see where or how this ends. We either get busy living or we get busy dying, as Morgan Freeman said. When God decides it's your time, you don't get any mulligans. So I guess I would rather spend my time enjoying it and living in the moment and not worrying about what ifs and maybes. And I bet I'm not the only one. That write up from an ER nurse about mask wearing and this awful virus. Well written, well written, well said. And I have to say, I agree. Nicely done. All right, on to our, uh, by the way, if you want to join us, please do. If you've got something to say, whether it's about mask wearing or just about anything you'd like to talk about, we're going to be on for about another 10 minutes or so. You can join us on Skype for free, uh, either at the link there that just scrolled across, or um, you can search on, if you have Skype, if you don't have Skype, use the link. Or 1-860-598-0987 is our phone number to call directly in on the Skype line and share your ideas, opinions, and whatever else it is you'd like to chat about. Um, we do have sponsors of our show, and we uh, we want to uh, make sure that we say hello to them. And our very next sponsor. Yes, that's them. It's your dog here. I see you're sitting down reading a magazine. And have you given much thought lately to ear scratches? Let me help you by nosing aside that distraction and positioning my head right under your palm there. Isn't that better? That article was bumming you out anyway. My silky fur and the way I'm half closing my eyes in pleasure right now have been clinically shown to bring down your blood pressure and add years to your life. Wait, no, don't pick that back up. To get the full benefit of ear scratches, doctors recommend continuing for at least 90 consecutive minutes. Right there. Yes, right there. Much better. Ear scratches hit the spot. I'm not wearing pants brought to you in part by doggy ear scratches. You're going to want some. 
today. All right, 860-598-0987 is our number or Skype in if you'd like. Um, more things going on. We did the uh, the thing. Oh, I know. Somebody posted. Again, in Malaysia, this isn't going to matter. But to, why do I have a burn spot over here? Okay. In Malaysia, this isn't going to matter. But um, I had somebody post a, uh, a picture of a bear uh, from my hometown in Cornwall, Connecticut, uh, that was just wandering around. And it made me think that I've seen more people posting pictures of mountain lions. Someone puts from somewhere across the line from uh, Connecticut, New York State, upper New York State. Uh, people in my hometown of Cornwall and uh, near next town over in Goshen are always posting pictures in the last few years of bear sightings. I don't know what it is or what we're doing, but it is the strangest thing because I grew up in Cornwall. Now, for those of you in Malaysia, Cornwall is a very, very tiny kampong. It's a little bigger now, but not by much. I think when I was growing up in Cornwall, Connecticut, um, by the way, if you don't know where that is, uh, Connecticut is the little tiny state at the bottom of New England, halfway between New York City and Boston, just right in between, about 200 miles from both. Um, that was my hometown, very Kempong Kempong, about 1,200 people, I think, when I grew up there. It is home to a lot of very famous people, at least it was when I grew up there. Um, it would not, Whoopi Goldberg lives there, Michael J. Fox had a house there, Tom Brokaw, a lot of famous writers, directors, actors, uh, all have hidden homes in my hometown. Um, I uh, I don't know that they still do, it's been a very long time since I was back there. But anyway, I grew up in West Cornwall and our house was, behind our house was a, a, a mountain and I spent hours and hours in the woods. And this was dense, thick pine and maple forests. I mean, very mountainous area. If there was ever a great spot for a bear, that was it behind our house. And like I said, I used to spend hours and hours every day exploring the woods up there behind the house. Probably spent more time there than I did doing anything else because I loved the woods and I grew up in it. And not one time ever, ever did I see a bear, let alone hardly any wildlife. Now, it wasn't terribly noisy, so I wasn't really scaring them away. But it seems nowadays, and what is going on, Connecticut? Tell me. More and more people are seeing bears just coming on out, rummaging through people's garbage, coming up on the on the front porch or the back deck. And, uh, and I, like I said, I have no idea why, unless maybe we've built into their territory enough that we're driving them out or their food supplies are running out, and so they've decided to interact more. I'm sure when I was growing up, there were bears, mountain lions, things like that in the, uh, in the woods, but I never, ever saw them in the years and years, decades that I spent uh, wandering around. So why is that? Does anyone know? I don't have an answer. I just thought maybe you would. I'm, I have a feeling it's simply because we're building into their home and we're driving them out. So they're coming into our home. 
Hmm. Speaking of bears, my polar bear mug, which doesn't do well on the green screen. Okay. Anyway, so that's the thing about bears. Um, Want to talk about that? We did. And uh, okay, I got I got one more, and then I'm going to get off uh, for the night. Um, <laughs> an experience happened to me. Uh, that needs a little bit of a setup. So let me do that. In Malaysia and many, many Southeast Asian countries, um, it's proper to eat food when you're not using a fork or a spoon or chopsticks with your right hand, not your left. I hope I'm not reversed. This is my right, this is my left. The main reason why people here, and by the way, many people here eat with their hands. Um, it's a custom and a tradition. Uh, again, not everyone, most people use chopsticks or knife and fork, fork and spoon, but traditional people will eat quite commonly with their hands and they use their right hand. The reason people use their right hand is because they use their left hand for doing things in the bathroom. I'm trying to be as uh, nice, family friendly as I can in describing, but your right hand is used for eating and things and your left hand is used for doing some cleaning in the bathroom after you've done your business. Consequently, now people wash their hands, but your left hand in general is considered more dirty than your right hand. Okay? Baham, understand? Good. I'm left-handed. I'm very left-handed. I eat with my left hand. I write with my left hand. I have always been left-handed. And consequently, when I eat, now again, I use a fork and spoon and knife and things, but when I eat chips or maybe French fries at McDonald's or something, I eat with my left hand. I'm sitting at a table eating. There are these papadam type things. Um, it's like a chip sort of. And I'm eating them with my left hand. And these two women at the next table, they're 20 something year old, little pain in the ass, smart ass women are talking in Malay, in BM, Bahasa Malaysia, not knowing perhaps that the Matale can understand. And they're making fun of me because I'm eating with my left hand. Assuming everything, having no idea. So, when I was done eating, I got up from the table and I don't do this. I'm very passive, but I had to. So I went up to the table and sadly my Bahasa, I, 
I took up Bahasamalaya sikit sikit, but not well enough to have a conversation. I wish I could have said it in Bahasa, but I had to say it in English. I said, ladies, it's none of your business what hand I use to eat with. I'm left-handed. So everything you do with your left hand, I do with my right. Faham? And stop talking about people behind their backs when you don't think they understand. Because I do. Have a nice day. The look on their face was priceless. Don't talk about people behind their backs. And don't talk about people when you don't know the whole story. I'm left-handed. I eat with my left. I do other things with my right. So there. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. Hey, you're here, Stephen Bones. Stephen Bones everything. He is the coolest guy, I swear. If you want to laugh, if you want to be entertained, he goes live on Twitch. I believe it's Stephen Bones everything. If I'm wrong, Stephen, let me know. Um, he's got a Facebook uh, channel. He does parody songs. He does gaming. He's an incredible voiceover artist. He and I have worked together. In fact, the latest thing was uh, No Straight Roads, which is a really cool game. A lot of fans from there. And um, and yeah, check him out. Stephen Bones everything. Just Google it, Twitch it, figure it out. You'll find him. He's a very entertaining guy. In fact, I've, I've been on his uh, show before. And we should, I don't do guests really, Stephen, but I should get you on, on Skype sometime. We can hang out. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. All right. Um, let me just see. Now, I'm still figuring out half of this stuff here. So you got to give me a little bit of a break while I try and figure out exactly what. Uh, no, stop it. Okay. Here we go. My being, <laughs> Stephen says, I swear your being on Twitch has made you younger by 10 years. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, could be, could be. All right. Um, we have a, uh, oh, we, oh, yeah, yeah. We've got to do one more sponsor here we have tonight. Um, where'd it go? That's not the one. Yes, I found it. Sorry. I'm, like I said, I'm still getting used to this stuff. All right, our final sponsor, Marmite, thank you. If you're experiencing or about to experience a case of the Mondays or suffer from a once a week outbreak of sore personality, swollen mood or inflamed temper, Marmite on toast for breaky breakfast could be the pseudo-scientific remedy you've been looking for. It is anecdotally proven to help families smash through the start of the week. To report a case of Mondays, you can call the Marmite Helpline at 800-832-1835. That's the Marmite Helpline on 800-832-1835. Hate Mondays, love Marmite. Marmite, best enjoyed at breakfast. Breakfast can be eaten any time of day if you get up late enough. Users may experience a 33% increase in pizzazz. Thanks to uh, Marmite. One of our uh, one of our amazing sponsors here on I'm Not Wearing Pants. All right, guys, uh, we are going to uh, sign on out of here and get going. It is just after ten. 
All the other fun shows have probably already started. Uh, thank you, Stephen, for contributing. And uh, we will see you again uh, when I feel like it, actually. I'm not quite sure when we will uh, be on again, but we'll do it again soon. Thanks for uh, joining. Thanks for watching. Share this page. You can call me princess. Like it. You can call me and, goddess uh, or a god, whichever one. Give you some. Do long. Throw it back. Depending on what level you want. If I give you my handle, then you can handle this handle. And you can call me the Pope with no Olivia scandal. And after we done, you'll put my face on your mantle. Call up your friends and no plans will be canceled. Turn up the music. It's about to get loud. Get loud. Say, say, say with it in your face.